Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You can also visit Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Dot com and click on the link to register. Sponsor is La Badi Beach Hotel. Media partners are Graphic News Plus, Joy Business, and Joy News. Graphic Business, setting the business agenda. Stambic Bank, moving forward. Joy Business, empowering. I'm a 
45 minutes or thereabouts. We'll be going to the Labadi Beach Hotel for the love experience. But before then, we'll do a little bit of talk, a little bit of sports. I'm Gary Alsmith. This is a joy festic. And music is a bit different today, isn't it? Yeah, we're switching things up for the Valentine's. And just when we thought nothing much had happened during this week for us to discuss, just about 20 minutes or so ago, uh, there was breaking news from England that Manchester City have been given a two-season ban from the UEFA Champions League because apparently UEFA found that they had fallen foul of the financial fair play rules. So FFP has caught up with Manchester City. What are the implications? And crucially, would somebody like Pep Guardiola stay around when they are in this sort of trouble? We'll uh, remind you about why they have gotten into this pickle 
and what it means for the Premier League title race. Suddenly, we have a lot of Chelsea fans and um, Arsenal fans so on on Twitter saying that there is a possibility that without City in the mix for the Champions League next season, realistically, they can get it. But don't forget that there's a team called Sheffield uh, United who suddenly would also feel that they can qualify for the Champions League next season. All that plus a little bit of chat on... Liverpool, uh, we'll tell you about that later on in the show. And the Ghana Premier League, we've done a lot of preview pieces um, on myjoeonline.com, you know, talking about why this league has been so exciting this league season and about Kim Faisal. You know, they are the second highest scoring team in the league, but still they are bottom. How does that happen? We'll be looking at that as much as possible in the next 45 minutes. We'll try and squeeze everything in. Stay with us. <laughs> On the move, that's what we are. Uh, it's a full house today. Hi, guys. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hello, 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 hello. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, hi, hi. after all the depressing talk about the coronavirus with Evans <laughs> and the and the rest, uh, let's 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 lighten up a bit. Legon cities are currently playing great Olympics in the in, in the Ghana Premier League, aren't they? Yeah. And they are sharing chocolates, Benedict. You know, uh, today is Val's Day. Yeah. Also chocolate day. Uh-huh. You understand? So, so it goes with it. And uh, it's free for ladies as well. So if you're so a lady... One, uh, it's free for ladies. Free for ladies. I saw that the flyer said free for ladies in red. Yeah, free for ladies in red. No, free for ladies, sorry. And uh-huh. then ladies in red will get chocolate. Chocolate. So two things. So free for ladies and ladies in red will get chocolate. Red, red is for Valentine. Is yeah, it? Yeah, of course. I mean, oh, nah. yeah, we've seen we've seen a lot of people in red today, and okay. all uh, has to do with the Valentine's Day teas. So, so, so they are they are sharing chocolate. Yeah, they are sharing chocolate today. And uh, when the show is after well. after hitting hard at them that Charlie, you invited Shatawali Medical Kwisiaza. When am I coming? It's okay, come. <laughs> so today she's performing. Ah, so red uh, music love, eh? Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> or something it, like that. It's when the show in red. Wendy Shea, yeah. who I haven't seen. I, but definitely, yeah. I mean, Wendy, Wendy. But she will be. Wendy, right. she will be. Wendy Shea. Yeah. yeah. Why? Okay. Ghana, wake up. It's, 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 it's interesting, though. None of us oh, in the studio is in red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, I, no, there's I, a gentleman in red. I think that we all made a conscious decision not to, you know, to be too cliche See, today. The, the, the thing is... I noticed around the office that a lot of people did not want to wear red. You know, the, the thing is, if you wear red, they look at you in a in certain a different way. way yeah. That, ah, this guy, pan, your age and... At your age, you're wearing red and all that. But what does love got to do with it? It's not about what does oh, love got to do with it. But it's got to do with our thinking of how how we look at these things mm. that we, we see it to be Adam, above Adam, it. Adam, would you have one red today? I, I you have a lot of red. Would you have? About, no, I wasn't. Uh-huh. About that's about that's, that's exactly the, type, the point. I'm, I'm not the type who, you know, dress to suit occasion. Suit an occasion. That's the point. That's the point. You know, when you are going for weddings and stuff like that. Or funerals, yes. yes. Because that wedding is not on a Valentine's Day, so you wear your red. Of but course. today, pa, Valentine's Day, you don't yeah. do it. Anything but red. I'm not even sure it occurred to you that you should wear red. So around the table, um, where's my courtesy? Let me introduce the guys who are speaking. Uh, Benedict spoke first. There's Adam. He's he's on loan back to you know sometimes footballers they can say that oh, we've we've transferred this player but he has the option to loan back mm. and sell back so he used to be with us he he went over to yeah. um, EIB but he's on loan back for tonight so Please. Adam welcome thank you Gary yeah Hans Mensah Andor is uh, going I'm, I'm in blue 
He's in he's in blue or some yeah. shade of greyish blue. Yes, I'm not I'm, sure. I'm I'm sympathizing with Manchester City. Ah, right, flight. Like we'll go into that, and yes. then there's Muftau Nabila also who's joined blue. us. Also in blue. Also in blue. Yes. And, and you know what's funny? He's a he's our new signing. Yeah, new signing. He's now, our new Hans, signing. Hans is no longer the new oh. signing. Yes. <laughs> Hans Mensah and official from officially. Since he came from Takrade, Hans was our new signing for. Yes. For, what, for almost two years. Yeah. Oh, that's good. For two years, yeah. he was our new signing. Uh, now, Muftau okay. is a new signing. He's our new signing. He's a week old, actually. He's a week old. Yeah, he's he's a, no, no, he's five days old. Five. He's our Odio Nigalu. Yeah. Okay, okay. Come five on, days old. Man. He's our Odio Nigalu. Yeah, he, we officially unveiled him on the Joy Sports track on Monday. Mm-hmm. This one is not so, What? This one is not Hakim Ziyech. Really. No, 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 no. no. He's, he's, he's not a winger. Yes. This, this guy is uh, a But I just want to sign and he's come. But he's, he's here. And no, no, don't say he's not a winger. And neither he's I. Not he's not here on loan. Okay. He's not here on loan. And right. uh, we've not quarantined him. Charlie, so. give me a permanent oh, yeah, sign. So, <laughs> okay. so I'm not saying that outside the team. He's a Haaland. Yeah. Exactly. He's a goal scorer. Yes. Something like that. All right. Welcome to the multimedia group. 25 years of joy, celebrating 25 years of media excellence. So if you join us as we celebrate 25, welcome. Thank you. To the biggest and best. Superb Thank you. Thank you. You know what's funny about, as I'm saying, you know, coming here today. Yeah. When we were coming actually. Into the studio. When we got to, you know, he he was at Asempa, so he's very used to the Asempa studio. Yeah. Hit FM, Adum FM. When we go here, the time we were here, the studio was at the other side. Yeah. So when we came, he, he was going to that end. Um, I went like, oh no, that's not. We have studio. changed the okay. case. We've changed. Yeah. Uh, hey, Charlie, no more uh, Of course, he lost. Changed. He lost naturally. Uh, things have changed. <laughs> things have changed. So today, guys, I mean, the, the, the biggest news mm. came out what 30, 40 minutes ago yeah. Yeah. about Manchester City. Mm. Um, anybody want to know? I, I, I know it's on myjoyonline.com yeah. and elsewhere, but essentially the story is that you know, City have been fighting UEFA for mm. a mighty, mighty long time. UEFA claim that they they essentially doped their system mm. financially, yeah, exactly. Um, by yeah, by doping, you know how it is by mm. doping. I mean, you you try to cheat, you spend, you spend more than you earn, yes, you spend more than you earn, but then you find money elsewhere too. You find exactly. money elsewhere, or what they call financial engineering, okay, yeah, yes, they wanted to finance, they conk up some numbers, yeah. So, what do you do is that you, you, you don't want to play in or on an even field, on, on a level. an even yeah. field, you don't want to play on a level playing field. And what it means for Manchester City is that right now, of course, they are in the next stage. We'll be having our Champions League mm. coverage next week. Yeah. We'll be having commentary here. We will see and hear them in action. Mm. But next season is where the trouble begins for them. So, quickly, who wants to have the first bite? Um, did anybody see this coming? I didn't. I thought that Man City were too big, too powerful, too rich. Yeah. And I thought they would lawyer up to their chin. And this couldn't happen to them, and I'm really surprised that it's happening. You know, initially when I saw it, I thought it was a hoax, uh, but I had to actually wait and and see it, you know, on time. No, but the thing about hoaxes is that yeah. they don't drop on BBC and elsewhere. No, <laughs> I, I didn't see it on BBC. <laughs> was, okay. foot, I saw it on Football Bible. Ah, Football, football Bible. Bible. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Football Bible. Yes, at times they like to troll yeah. and yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. when I saw it, I waited, and then later I saw it on uh, Sky News, and I'm like, yeah, so this is very serious. Yeah. And when I clicked on the story, the first place it took me was Manchester City's, uh, you know, uh, response, yeah. their statement to the story, and they mentioned that. Well, it doesn't really come to them as a surprise. Mm-hmm. It's just that they are very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they state that City did not collaborate with them uh, during the investigation. That's uh, what UEFA say. Yes, yeah. that City did not collaborate with them during the investigation. And for, yeah, 
of course, and for City uh, to have come out and say that uh, they expected this and they are not too surprised. But it came to me as a huge surprise, especially in this time that uh, that's the only trophy left for the side yeah. and also for Pep Guardiola since he won it with Barca, he's not been able to do it with yeah. any other club. And he sees this as a perfect opportunity. And this season, with how things are going, I'm not sure you mentioned City as one of the favorites for the title. And of course, if in the next two seasons they would not be available to play in this competition when they think they will be able to you know, uh, revamp the team, then it will be a big worry. And, you know, m- most of the reactions people are, you know, putting out there is that any or co- it, what it means is that Pep Guardiola will, yeah. will go and will not stay if City are not going to play in the league. But there's other school of thought that, you know, yes, Man City, they've been banned from playing in the UEFA Champions League for two years. Yeah. But they have the financial muscle to, you know, go the full length of getting this either halved, you understand, or scrapped at all. But is this something realistic? Is it possible based on the findings? You understand? Yeah, is, is it possible? Is it something that they can do? I think that they will fight on. Yes, they've already stated that they will appeal, which, of course, you know, it's right in, in their... They have the legal right to do that. But I'm just... Uh, my worry is whether this is very feasible and something that they can fight for. And if not, they have to just call and go ahead and serve the two-year ban. That also won't augur well for the club as well as the fans and even the manager who is there currently. So that's my view on it. Adam? Well, I am not surprised though. I mean, if you look at what happened to Chelsea, when Chelsea's transfer ban came, that of Atletico Madrid. Initially, I thought, you know, if you look at Paris Saint-Germain, and then you look at Manchester City and some of the nouveau rich, you know, clubs. Clearly, I said to myself, if UEFA was going to, you know, go strictly according to the dictates of the FFP, yeah. clearly yeah. the likes of Paris Saint-Germain and say Manchester City were going to, you know, fall foul of the rule. Now, Manchester City, just as you said in your intro, they decided to, you know, engineer, you know, financially by renaming the city stadium, yeah. Etihad, saying, okay, they were and getting an S amount of yes. from sponsorship, sponsorship from Etihad. I think Paris Saint-Germain also doing something See. similar and they were fine. But I, I said to myself, if you look at the financial fair play, if you read on it critically, there was no way Manchester City, with the way they were spending, with the way Paris and Japan, especially, they were spending. Yeah. If they were going, like I said earlier, if they were going to go according to their dictate, those two clubs, there was no way they were going to escape the ban. So this does not come as a surprise to me. Like you said, well, they had a lot of money. They were going to fight it. And I'm sure UEFA, because of the financial muscle of Manchester City, did not want to come out and then lose on an appeal. So yeah. They wanted to but Man City can appeal though. No, no they, they, they can appeal. appeal. Yeah. And they will. For they them will to appeal. have come out, to stick their neck out, to come out with this ruling, I'm not sure anything better will come out of the appeal. And it's even interesting. If, even if they're going to get something, probably it's going to be half bound yeah. by Maybe a season. Yes. Or it's going to escape their ban. Yeah. Or even initially, per, per the reports that emerged initially, um, the UEFA investigators actually wanted at least one season ban for Manchester City. Uh, after the, the the investigations started, mm. um, but you know, um, following the investigations, probably they think that they made at least two years ban. Uh, uh, somewhere in November, 
Manchester City actually went to the Court of Arbitration for Sport, asking mm-hmm. that they should not let the Financial Crimes Unit of UEFA to investigate them. And Cars uh, said that their uh, their request was inadmissible because mm-hmm. UEFA had the jurisdiction to investigate them. So this clearly brings us to the point where everyone would be saying that um, would there be anything, any positive outcome? Should they appeal this? Uh, the big question is if Cars actually said that UEFA had the jurisdiction to investigate you and now you're going back to appeal before them, chances of you winning this is very slim. Very, very slim. And that's one thing that Manchester City lawyers probably will be thinking about. And it's interesting, Hans, before you come in. Yeah. You, it seems like Man City are complaining about the process but not the crime. Yeah. Is the process they are complaining? Yes. <laughs> not the crime. I mean, <laughs> they are not saying they've not done it. I, I, I think that, that thing. absolutely, I think that it will be very difficult for we, them we to contest. We also have not mentioned that it's a two-season ban plus a 30 million yeah, euro. Yeah, euro absolutely. Um, it, it will be very, very difficult for them to contest mm-hmm. the crime itself. I mean, I think at best we're looking at a sanction that was lower than what has been imposed on them. Mm. I also noticed that UEFA stated in their release that City have a right to appeal. And indeed, if they exercise that right, they will hold on to publishing, you know, the full reasons why, you know, they've they've imposed the sanctions. And I also noticed that we are looking at a period from 2012 to 2016, is it? Yes. Um, 2012 to 2016. And and it's a period where City chalked a lot of success. Mm For absolutely domestic success for a lot of the clubs in England, I'm sure they they will start wondering what might have been if City had not spent, you know, beyond what they were earning. The FFP rules is grounded on on a simple principle: Mm -hmm. don't spend more more than you earn. Exactly. Okay. And so, did they compete on a level playing field? Mm -hmm. If everybody had a shake, and the shake decided to splash money left, right, center, anyhow. You know, if the Glazers had decided not to play by the FFP rules, if Abramovich had decided the same, what situation were we going to have? You know, and so it, it, it raises a lot of questions as to how City have competed. Bear in mind that in the modern game, a lot of your success on the field depends on, you know, how you are competing financially as well. You are, you are competing against other clubs for for top players. And we know the number of top players that City, you know, got ahead, you know, of, of other clubs. Yeah. And so, you do wonder that if other clubs, or if City, rather, if City have played fairly, if City have played by the rules, would they have chalked the successes that they chalked within the, the period from 2012, back. you know, through to 2016? Mm. But it's actually very difficult for clubs to play to the rules. You need to find <laughs> ways well, of sure, maneuvering sure the rules. City, City, City will be they, they will they, they will feel hard on by because I mean they in their defense they might say you know at the time that Roman Abramovich bought Chelsea if there was an FFP if you look at the spending the FFP that, came see, in 2011 I'm just saying I'm sure you know most of the clubs just as Hans said most of the clubs felt they were not competing fairly with them yeah. but during the dominance of the Chelsea, Manchester yeah, United Chelsea. and the Chelsea. It was at it was at the time was, that Manchester it's simple, United simply if you have a simply, simply buy any other player in the league. I think the, the problem other teams could not compete with yeah. Manchester United. They were virtually buying all the best players from the other nineteen yeah. clubs. And now that, Chelsea, mm-hmm. one Roman Abramovich also came, did same, brought in loads of you know foreign players. All the best players, players that they could. You see, but the thing is, when when Roman uh, Abramovich came. Uh, I mean, how much was uh, an expensive player then? 
You understand? No, but you tell you when my president was signed for 24 million euros, it was a huge amount. No, it was a huge amount, but not now. Benedict, you have to look at the FFP simply just as Hans said. You look at how much Chelsea was spending and how much they were earning. Of course. They were not earning that much. If you look at Manchester City now, from the period of, I mean, 2012 to 2016, yes, they were winning a lot of laurels, but they were not enjoying that overwhelming appeal. Absolutely. Because in terms of player sales, in terms of player sales, the players that were coming, from the price of the players that were coming, was definitely more than the players that were going on. You can genuinely say that Manchester City are looking appealing because and then, 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 okay guys a lot of sponsors mm. will love to come up but and that's where the owners of Manchester City will feel with this ban now it gives Pep who really will want to you know dodge the bullet he, he, out he's <laughs> looking for a way out there yeah. it gives him a lot of reason a, guy, a lot of reason I mean, to leave yeah, especially the, the with Juve yes. and that's juicy I don't know how true that is with that juicy offer you know, making the, 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 the Juve thing has been make, building up this week. Making him and the, people are really cool. They are saying this week. Messi was there last season. I forgot him when he had to answer. Messi offer. I know, and it's looking appealing. He'll be the first manager to have those two players at his disposal. But you see, on face value, Gary, on face value, the FFP as it stands still presents the same problem that. It purpose to deal with mm-hmm. because you see if you say that clubs should spend what they earn mm-hmm. there are clubs that are earning more than certain clubs yeah. and, I, and i'm not talking even in terms of player sales alone mm-hmm. manchester united is a commercial giant yeah, so of course. they have all the sponsors across the world on on several levels that you can find there's no way newcastle united can attract the sort of sponsorship money mm-hmm. that manchester united attracts. Mm-hmm. and so if, if you leave the ffp just as it is then you still have the same situation. You are still going to have Manchester United being dominant. You are still most likely again to have City because over the years, success means that they're also going to attract more, more sponsorship. Mm. Chelsea as well. So the big boys are still going to overshadow, you know, the, the, the smaller teams in the various leagues. So, I mean, I think it, it requires a bit of tweaking somehow, you know, to, because, because the, at the end of the day, they want to achieve a level playing field. Yes. Especially in terms of the transfer dealings. But when... We all know that clearly certain clubs have the muscle to attract more money than others. Mm. You haven't really solved the problem. And in terms of player sales, the big boys did not really get players going out. The money that yeah, you know, they, they, they had sell. because I, I mean, if, if they buy more I, than they sell, if, if <coughs> let's say Manchester City they want to get rid of a player, Manchester City cannot make 100 million. You yeah, understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always will buy players 100 million, 80 million, but players that will leave Manchester City will, will not go, go for that. Some will go for free, <laughs> some will even go for 5 million and all that. They just need something to cushion their books and, and all that. You but, know, one interesting thing about all this thing, what we, we, we have actually not realized is that just recently, this week, the Independent reported that um, some club officials, mm. some heads, actually went into a meeting and said, the, what uh, the, the the Leicester story mm-hmm. should be once in a while in a lifetime in a lifetime isn't Miguel Delaney's story the yes, yes. Delaney. Yes. Delaney. Delaney. Yeah. that clearly tells us that even these big boys even the people who spearhead these competitions yeah. have interest in, they know in that the, the more the, the big the, teams in the, in the so-called Super League yeah. Yeah. the more the big teams do well do well and win. The more they make the money, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. The more 
sponsors come on board. Television. And television, yeah. everything. So this clearly tells us that this probably is one of the few things that will get clubs to come to a level playing field. Hmm. And if you're not able to enforce the rules and regulations governing the competitions, it's actually going to be very difficult for us to have that special. And that, and, and that, that's just as Hans said. And now, it'll be it's still making it difficult it's, for it's them. For me, I don't think that it has changed I anything. Feel, it won't I change. feel yeah. now, it won't change. if there's a certain shake who wants to invest in a particular club, mm. the first thing you have to do is to investigate that shake. If truly, the money, the money, the money. But do you that? do you process that? I mean, sure, sure, sure. If you do that, and then the club becomes another appendage. Why do you want to? No, it is my is, property. Is it going to be the responsibility and of UEFA to do this? Or the, you see, you see, let, let me let me offer a simple explanation. It's becoming difficult. Let me offer a simple explanation. The Man City story is unique and peculiar together with the PSG one because it's not like just a business is. It's a whole. Company. It says thank you. That is the problem. Yeah. They are being funded by states. That is the issue here. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and and, and 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 the you know the point that you make about I mean, if a sheikh has the money and wants to spend on his club, what's a big deal? Mm. I think it's also founded on that legal principle where you know in the corporate world, the the legal entity is, is separate from the from the owner, yeah. where so the owner doesn't assume the liabilities of the. It's, it's the same principle that surrounds That's it. If we are not going to, did with the. Exactly, you know. But I, I think that, like I said, it just requires a bit of tweaking to to ensure that it achieves its aim. Because as it stands, look, Arsenal, Manchester United, Chelsea, City, Liverpool are the big earners in the Premier League, for mm. instance. Okay, if you go to France, PSG, in terms of the volume of sponsorship, they are the big boys out there. You understand me? If you go to Germany. It's still Bayern Munich, and so Spain, what has changed? Madrid, and let's let's even analyze it. Between 2011 to date, when the F FFP came into force, okay, which what outside teams in the top five leagues in Europe have won the leagues? We can count Leicester. Um, you can count Dortmund. Dortmund. Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid. Madrid. That's about it. Mm. One off. That's about it. You know, so <laughs> nothing really has changed. It's still the same order. You know, and so I think it, it has to be looked at again. You know, if it, they really want to achieve that aim, maybe let's probably decide that, you know, for 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 certain caliber of teams, mm -hmm. you can only spend a percentage of, of your commercial sponsorships yeah. within, hmm. a, within a period, something like that. Surely. But if we leave it just as it is, I mean, and for us here, Gary, can we... Do we do we have a situation? Can we bring it into our own Ghana Premier League setting? Ghana, Ghana Premier League setting as well. Are you looking at the savings of Ghana football? <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, we can always draw lessons from from the things that go on. Because <laughs> one zero. Look, Gary, we, we've seen what has happened in the financial sector. Yeah. Okay. With the banks and all that. And even for football, it's not the first time. It happened in Colombia. Yeah. Where drug money permeated the sport so badly that when the drug laws were brought down, yeah. Colombian football came crashing. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I like to national team level and everything. Yes, yes. What due diligence are we doing on people who come in and purchase Ghana Premier League clubs? Mm. Are we doing it anyway? We were here. A certain businessman came to sponsor the Ghana Premier League. Or let me not even use a businessman. His entity. Yeah. Before we had a number 12 issue. Yeah. What became of it? 
You see, the problem here. So is let's. I, I think that there are lessons those guys are that needs to be so learned. So when an individual comes in and says, "Yes, clout, yes." Charlie, you know, you even beg him to stay and begin. <laughs> no, no, no. See, no, no, no. That's the reality. No, you, and that's the reality. When you, when you speak to you understand? That's the reality. I don't know. When you speak to one guys, one at a time, guys. place of those clubs, you yeah. know, let's assume, I mean, I mean, Team A. I mean, yeah, Team A. Yeah. No, so not to cause any, you know, controversy. Mm. There's a certain, you know, Big man. business mogul spending on Team A. Then you sit on radio. Oh no! Where is the money coming from? You beat the place and they tell you, Charlie, we were old for like ten months. They don't care where he came from. This man came <laughs> and, so and he cleared everything. You see, I can't be an And so you look at the place and you look at what they go through. You look at what they go through. We we we. I mean, I mean, we know, we know, we know. Yeah. Our friends. Yeah. And so it becomes very <laughs> difficult. Let me tell you a quote from. From the two Escobars, um, a documentary on Colombian football. Sure, there was a Colombian defender, forgotten the name, who and it, it resonates, you know, given the point that he's making that people were demonizing um, Pablo Escobar, the drug lord. Yeah, you know, he was seen as a criminal, but for them, as young footballers, mm-hmm. while Escobar that. was accused of putting bullets into people, he was giving them football pitches. Yeah. So, the point Benedict was making... He was that changing livelihoods. Absolutely. You have to situate it. And a lot of people have made that point. You situate it, Ghana football, in the bigger Ghanaian economy. You see... Um, and, and, and that settles it. In, in the global... In, in the 90s, when this was happening, we didn't have that term. Now, we call it sports washing. That mm. is the official mm. term for it, which is a fancy way of saying money laundering in sports. Yes. Oh, in, in, in Colombia, it's called Naku soccer. Naku soccer, yeah. yes. You know, but it's also called sports washing, yeah. which is what teams such as Man City and PSG and the City Sports Group absolutely, and so on are being St. Petersburg and all these are being accused of Qatar. Qatar hosting the World Cup and their stories are endless. You know, all these states. I mean, just to expand the discussion a bit, the International Olympic Committee, as you know, at the moment is having one of its most challenging periods in its history because the Olympic Games has become such an albatross around the neck of cities that when you say you want to bid for an Olympic Games, no right-thinking citizenry will will, will say that let's go and bid for an Olympic Games. It's very expensive and the legacy simply does not add up. You know, the the math does not add up. Just one week time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. So, for example, a classic example is Deban yeah, 2022. They were in a comfortable lead. They were about to host it. In the end, they dropped it, and then Liverpool... Oh, Birmingham. Birmingham. Is it Birmingham or Liverpool? Birmingham. Liverpool. Liverpool, 2020, yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool okay. are going to be hosting yeah. that one because it's, it's just too much for them. Now, sports washing has become a big issue because the traditional sources, you know, of money for these clubs mm. are going dry. Yeah. So, you are needing... The, the 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 oil yeah you need one person who you has know who has but a bottomless pit or a bottomless pocket or whatever it is and now you know because of human rights groups some of this money where is it coming from so people are, are for example saying There's that a lot of concern. yes you know where is this money coming from the states that is coming from are involved in human rights abuses they are having slavery issues and so on and so on and so forth and some people have said in the last hour since the story broke that this is the larger context in which UEFA are doing this. Mm. Because they want to stop and clamp down on these, 
you know, um, nation states Absolutely. from putting their monies into European football because it's damaging the sport, it's creating inequity because you are having, uh, just like the supermarket phenomenon, where the, the, all the corner stops are, are, are being are closed down. They are non-sporting interests. You know. Yes. What, what, rather another you know, political. It's a political too. It's a political too. I mean, you know, you know, soft power. They are using it as an avenue for soft power. It makes sense that UEFA would not want, you know, an external state or an outside state. Yeah. To be specific. Exactly. Getting control of European football. Even an European football. But you know why interesting thing, Gary? We've been talking about how the Europeans think that money is killing the game, is taking the equality away. Out of the game. Here we are talking about money. You know, and it's to the paradox that maybe, maybe, just like in many areas where we say Africa rising and so, with just a little bit of positioning, we're able to attract some of that money with just a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just, can get it. That's an interesting point. Pyramids. That's an interesting point you made there. There are people with money and they are being prevented from putting the monies into certain clubs. We need the money, but we are not positioned as well to attract this money. So let me give you an example. what we have here in the Golden Cities. Well, 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 in this part of the world, in this country, mm-hmm. when you ask who is the owner and you don't get a direct answer, you need to probe further. Yeah. You understand? Mm. In this case, we know it's, the owner. It's, we do? Yeah, we do. Uh, what, what's because if you go to a registrant general, oh, 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 oh. You, mean, you mean the, <laughs> the, 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 the paper, paper owner? Paper owner. <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, well, we don't want the paper owner. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you get answers like it's a consortium based in, in somewhere. Papua New Guinea or some Azerbaijan somewhere, you can't trust it. No, but I mean, you just know. to buttress what you said, Gary, I mean, with this going on, yeah, and these people, yes, they have their money. The Chinese also tried what they Inter Milan, AC Milan. Yeah, they also yeah, tried. They also, sure. they are just as you said. It's it's a way to show it, it's a power, soft power, mm. and they are also looking at places to extend their power. So if we position ourselves, believe you me, we we need the money. We yeah. need it in our football. Mm-hmm. We need it in our economy. But do we need the money without questioning the source of the money? You see, or or what? How are we? Where we are? Fundamentally, that, that's a question. That's a question I ask. No. How like often I, do we question that? Like I said, Adam. Earlier, Adam like, I, like I said, earlier, the floor. If UEFA mm-hmm. wants us to believe that they were so straight with this FFP, they should have not, done it long we ago. Not, we would not have got here. Yeah, got in here. PSG. Man City, if you have spent to this level, you know the first season of FFP. The FFP, FFP doors, you come in when the complaints started coming in. You know, UEFA it quickly changed, tweaked the rules yeah. to That's allow it. Manchester City and to be able to circumvent it, and then PSG yes. as well. So, in the first season, and and and, and funny enough, PSG's um owner Al Khalifi actually even got into the UEFA executive council within uh-huh. the yes. period. <laughs> now, <laughs> I was reading the documents just before coming on. Mm. You know, the story just broke. And yeah. going through the press release and some of the PDF files, it, it emerged basically through the investigations that UEFA officials and Al Khaldun, mm-hmm. the Man City boss, 
had been exchanging emails regularly. Mm. You know, yeah. and Al Khaldun had been suggesting ways to circumvent the FFP, and the UEFA officials had been saying that, oh, we suggest that he should pass here. Pass here. And Khaldun said, rather than pass here and pass here and get the eye of the media, I'd rather spend, and this is a direct quote, he said, you'd rather spend 50 million mm. lawyering up to clear the name of Manchester City because he does not want the situation where the name of Manchester City will be dragged into the mud mm-hmm. to a point where the the, the, the the brand will be unsalvageable. Yeah. That was his point. City has been smart. That's, that's City have been very, very... Look, you know, me, you, you know Inter Miami? Yeah. You know Inter Miami? Um, they have one in Australia thing. too? Uh, it's, it's, MLS. MLS. No, City have a club in the MLS. That's NYC FC. New York City. New York City. Yeah. 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 Went to play. You know you know the role they play in all of this, right? Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm sure you can you follow. Mm. It's all part of a scheme, you know, to go around some of these mm. rules. You understand me? Because today, if City want to sign a player and per the FFP rules, you know, they are not allowed to sign the player. Their club in New York can easily acquire the plane loan, 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 loan to Manchester. Which so, is what Granada and things have been doing with Watford for a long time. Yes. Watford, Granada, so, Ignizi. So yeah. they, they've been very, very smart. And I think UEFA also need to be proactive because, and I, and I think they are being proactive because clubs are finding ways around it. Look, it's not just Manchester City. The, the big clubs who have money to spend. Yeah. The big clubs with, with, with rich owners who have money to spend. Because they don't, they, they'll sit down and, look, I've got the money to to get this player to make us competitive. Yeah. Why should I, because of some rules, sitting somewhere, sit somewhere and then see my club suffer? So they are looking for ways, you know, to go around the rules. So I think you ever need to, as they go along, be plugging those gaps and all of that. But it's going to be very interesting. I want to really see what happens to PSG as well. As if they really want to do it, mm-hmm. they would have done long ago. There's a message. There are a couple of yeah, messages yeah, that can take us forward. Into no, no, we haven't said no, that. Haven't said I, I, I think that the, the how often your current situation, <laughs> your current situation where clubs okay, so for now it's gonna be a buy engine. You know, Charlie? but you see, no, and, and yeah, Hans, you Hans. said you said we should, we should situate things in the national context. Yeah, I mean, in the bigger Ghanaian, yeah, economy. in the bigger Ghanaian economy, we don't really. I mean, take from the politics to the whatever. It, it is not culturally part of us mm, to, to question, question sources of, of money. To, to go yeah. question where I mean, you let's get your money from, from. Let's start from this this Valentine's weekend. People will spend. People are going to spend. Like funerals, next weekend there will be funeral galore. You know, like people spend on funerals and things. And, well, and well, families don't waste people's capital. Yes! <laughs> yesterday people we saw some massive spending. Yeah. You remember the, the spending I know, yesterday? I know. Yeah. Your salary will be spent this weekend. <laughs> and that will be somebody's interest. That, that's your capital. So I, we, we traditionally don't have a culture of questioning th- things. And I think that is where it, it, it comes from. Mm. So if it permits the national psyche, that we question the source of certain monies. I think that we can talk about football. But we have a long history of mm. money laundering, using football as a condition. I mean, we know the stories. It's, it's common. I mean, we know the story. Yeah. Some Division Two club will spring up tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Mm. You know, they'll blaze for like three seasons Something and then they vanish. Very soon. Should we ask now Excuse or wait for an situation? Ah, what? Do we, should we yeah, act yeah. now knowing that? You see, sometimes I think we know that this situation act. exists. Even, should we even act now or wait for an to Even in, in Europe, it took them four to five years okay. to act now. How much money you're getting? Money. <laughs> for a certain <laughs> period. Benedict, tell us what you said. This guy, 
Kwanda from Fadama says, so does it mean the fifth place team to finish the EPO will play in the Champions League? Well, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give my city. Now, I sympathize with them. That's Kwanda from Fadama. So, yes. So, let's look at what the table looks like. Liverpool have 73 points in our first city, have 51 points in our second. Leicester are third on 49. Chelsea are fourth with 41. And Sheffield United are fifth with 39 points. Spurs so, are sixth. So if, if the season were to end today, yeah. now, it means that uh, Sheffield will play in the Liverpool, League. Leicester, Chelsea, Sheffield will play in the Champions All right, okay. So, Kwanda. Uh, with Tottenham. Spurs and Everton uh, United. Yeah, with Spurs and Everton and United have a, having a, you know. Europa League. Yeah, so. Okay, so this one is coming from uh, Francis Azuma. Master, master, you guys no get points. Me, I be headmaster of a full basic school. I was in a red shirt to school today, and my teachers uh, were very happy. Whilst my students were bringing me gifts, what did you say? Nice, <laughs> chop the valentine. It was, it was nice. It I was can nice. imagine. Chop the valentine. Uh, I, I wish I were in this in the school. <laughs> in the school, Yogi from Canada. Yeah, uh, Valentine is not celebrated here in Edmonton, Canada. Let alone. For people to wear red dresses. Okay, all right. Only in Ghana. 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 Mm. Anyway, so we use the final 10 minutes. So essentially, that's the Man City Mm. issue. But Muftal, you found out something about Ofero Palma. It's been a while since we heard his name. Mm. You know, in the GFA polls and everything that happened. I mean, listeners may recall that he was disqualified. Some may say fairly, some may say unfairly. Um, because of legacy issues, as I like to put it, with some player transfers between Ghana and Hungary. He has vowed to clear his name because um, he believes that if he clears his name now, he may be able to, in the next GFA elections, you know, be able to else there'll be context else they'll be able to use that same stick to beat him. There's some new information about that issue that went to the court of arbitration for sport. Yes, um, definitely. Um, uh, we all know in November 2019, the Ghana Football Association filed their defence after Wilfred Osekukupama. Um, uh, wrote to Kaz that um, he wanted them to stop the GFA elections. Yeah. Uh, he also said that um, should the GFA proceed to organize the elections without him, um, Kaz should de- uh, declare the elections null and void. Hmm. So um, there have been ongoings back and forth. Uh, the GFA named Francis Essa, the IT manager, and then uh, Frank Davis of Davis Law Firm as their witnesses for this case. And then um, just last month, they named their various judges on the panel. The cast regulations are such that you appoint a judge on the panel. So you, if you, you, you a three man panel. yeah, a three man yeah. panel. So, so you, let's get it clear. You who are filing the case. Yes, you appoint a judge. You appoint a judge. Okay. The defendant will also also appoint a judge, mm-hmm. and cast will appoint the chief judge. Yeah. So the <laughs> GFA appoint. So is the appellant and the defendant. The defendant. Okay. The defendant here is the FE yeah. and Palmer is the appellant. Yes. Okay. Sure. So wh- what this means was that um, they needed to pay like 44,000 yeah. Swiss francs. So the the Court of Arbitration for Sport wrote to the Ghana FA and then Palmer on 27th of uh, January mm. asking them to make the payment within uh, on or before 10th February. Mm. So the Ghana Football Association refused to pay. Palmer made his payment. So Palmer decided to follow 20, up. Twenty-two thousand Swiss francs is just about. How, what, how? Uh, that's about twenty-two thousand dollars, a little over twenty-two thousand dollars. Okay. So the Swiss franc and dollar is like about one yeah, to one. Yes. Sort of. So mm. what happened was that Palmer decided to ask the uh, the Court of Arbitration for Sport mm. Financial Department whether um, the GFA has made payment because there is that history. Interestingly, when 
uh, make a chance to the Ghana Football Association to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. They were asked to pay about 16,000 euros mm-hmm. or so. GFA refused to pay. Um, Make a chance had to pay that on behalf of the Ghana Football Association for for the case to be heard. for the case to be heard. Wow. So um, the GFA again decided not to pay for that of Wilfred was Koko Palmer. So Cass is saying that Palmer has up to February twenty seven to pay for the Ghana Football Association for the case to be heard. What happens is that if he fails to pay, technically the case will be thrown out. Okay. So he must pay. So that the Ghana Football Association will go for a hearing. If they go for a hearing and he wins, the Ghana Football Association will pay every single penny he okay. has spent. I was able to reach out to the Ghana Football Association to ask why they, they didn't make the payment. And what they said was that the cash regulations allows it okay. for them to pay or not to pay. So they decided not to pay. Let's, 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 um, go f- let's fast forward. What happens should... Palmer win this case? Well, what Palmer was asking from the court of arbitration was th- uh, was that they should declare the elections null and void. Yes. So should Palmer win? It has happened elsewhere before. Yeah. It has happened before. So should where the new administration was in office but this ruling came and so and they had to go They back. had to go back and organize elections again. So what it means is that should Palmer win this case at the court of arbitration for sport, Keto Krako <laughs> will no longer be the president because they we will have to have go, to go for another election. Oh, wow. That's the point. That's wow. what is happening right now. And what one interesting thing is that the Ghana Football Association went through all the processes. Mm-hmm. When Pama fa- Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Held. They responded. You responded. When you were asked to put together your witnesses, you did. When you were asked to name your judge on the panel, you did. It got to the point of payment, you refused to pay. In the, in, in the case involving Temayut and Dreams FC, the Ghana Football Association actually paid that money. Mm-hmm. That money was about um, 17,500 euros, mm-hmm. if my memory serves me right. The GFA paid for a hearing. Palmer won. And that was it. But at this point, again, should Palmer also win? Or even if Palmer loses this case, mm. the GFA will still pay Palmer 22,000 euros because he paid it for them and they won. So, yeah. so the GFA will still pay him the 22,000 uh, so francs even uh, if Palmer loses the case. Interesting. I think we, we, have to, we have to add that, uh, yes, uh, he, will pay, he will pay that money. 
he will pay before the deadline. Yeah, yeah. Palmer will pay. No, no, he needs, he needs it. He needs it. He'll pay. Yeah. But I think that uh, if you want to save justice mm-hmm. and you go with this, then how do you save justice? The, the rules are very funny. Mm-hmm. It allows you. So, for instance, I want to, to situate it to you and I. Yeah. If you take me to cars and you are the defendant, I am the appellant, and you have to pay, I have to pay, I pay mine and you don't pay, yeah. automatically what it tells you is that we don't have a hearing. We don't have a hearing and then the case is thrown out. Yeah. So, for me, there are some uh, issues uh, with the cast. Absolutely. Their processes and their rulings. They have uh, to be reviewed. They, they have to be I mean, some, a lot of people have said that cast is another extortionist scheme. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, very it's very expensive. It it's very expensive. Very, very expensive. 42,000 Swiss francs. 44,000 Swiss francs. That's money. And aside that, you have to pay your lawyers as well. Yes. So you understand. So Flights, everything. I'm thinking that if Mr. Palmer is going to pay this money, he's spending in excess of 50,000 you know, Swiss francs for all these things going up and down and all that. But one thing that we should also be mindful of, he's seeking a relief that what if he wins this case, the election should be nullified. Yeah. I mean if I were the FA, what I would do is at that point you cannot call the man to say that yeah, yeah. You understand? I've gone too far. So uh, unless maybe there is money, unless maybe there are genuine reasons why they don't want to do this, but if sit down with him, if if they are hiding genuine reasons why they don't want to pay the money, yeah, unless maybe there are genuine reasons. Hold on, let's, 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 I'm, I'm just saying this. that unless, yeah, you understand. But if I were the FA, I would just go ahead and pay. But if there are genuine reasons why they don't want to pay, well, that's up to them. And what you have to be mindful of is that you are forcing the man to go and pay the money. Yeah. Should he win? He's, he's you cannot to, call him and say that. Yeah, and say yeah, that. I said that. Let's yeah. settle you this. Know, out you know, <laughs> it would have gone too far. But my thing is, at this point, it's a legal maneuver. You know, and that's what Benedict is trying yeah, to explain. I mean, that they are, you know, is it a legal maneuver? It's a legal. Necessary? From where I sit, I think it's a legal maneuver because is it necessary? Maybe I, 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 I don't want you to. I, I'm coming. Them, I'm, no, I'm saying that from where I sit, that, that's that's an opinion well, I'm sharing. Yeah, which you are not wrong. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying I'm that. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if I were the FA, I'll do the same. I'll test the waters. I'll decide not to pay and see if Palmer is going to pay. Because they are not in the mind of Palmer to know whether he's going to pay or not. Mm. For them, if Palmer refuses to pay, that's the end of the matter. Mm-hmm. If he pays and they go and they win, it's still the same outcome. So, I mean, it, for, from where I sit, it makes sense for the FA to decide not to pay. Hmm. It's a normal thing. Yeah, what makes, if he wins? What if he wins? What, what if are he you wins? now going to call him and say that, oh, yo, you know, we have... If he wins every months. single penny... Can, can I throw in my own what if? Uh-huh. What if he loses? No, so... Yeah, what well, if he loses? Then it's business if he loses, that's what I'm talking about. My hands. If he wins... Look at I mean and Ghana football has made gains in the in the in the first hundred days. Uh, absolutely. You uh, see? But but you see at this point, what can the FA really do? What sort of negotiation to 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 achieve what can they really have with Palmer at I this mean, point? It's, it's, what it's sort of all, out out of course settlement can they have? Yeah, uh, at this point. The horse has bolted. What, what are you going to do? Are, are you going to call Palmer and it's, say it's look? Also, I, I, I'm coming. Are you going know. to call Palmer and say, look, drop the case, let's make Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.